with us for a word in edgewise rw there this morning hey good morning allison good morning about this time in the morning 86 years ago american aviator charles a Lindbergh was departing from roosevelt field on long island new york to begin what would become the first successful solo non-stop flight across the atlantic ocean from new york to paris after flying de Havilland biplanes for a few years hauling mail Lindbergh decided to enter a competition that could possibly expand his horizons in aviation. Eight years earlier, on May 22, 1919, Raymond Ortigue of New York City had offered a prize of $25,000, quote, to be awarded to the first aviator who shall cross the Atlantic in a land or water aircraft heavier than air, from Paris or the shores of France to New York, or from New York to Paris or the shores of France without a stop, closed quote. After June 1st, 1925, at which time no one had yet attempted or won the prize, the terms were appended with the stipulation that the flight was to be made under the rules of the National Aeronautic Association of the United States of America and the Federation Aeronautique Internationale of Paris, France. Flying the mail had already provided Lindbergh with no small share of adventure, he had already become a member of the Caterpillar Club four times, once for each time an airplane had failed while in flight, and he had had to bail out, parachuting safely to Earth. Since parachutes at the time were made of silk, and not nylon as they would be in later years, this elite group of parachuting survivors was known as the Caterpillar Club. Pilots who accumulate thousands of hours of flight time will usually agree that, as pilot novelist Ernest Gahn once remarked, Quote, a flying is made up of hours of boredom punctuated with moments of extreme terror, closed quote. Lindbergh, however, was a little more sanguine than that about the flying experience, perhaps because he was still young, only in his early 20s when he became serious about pursuing the Ortigue Prize. A year before he launched from Roosevelt Field, Lindbergh had organized a group of bankers from St. Louis, Missouri, and had a an airplane built to his specifications by the Ryan Aircraft Company in California. Naming it after his sponsors, he called the airplane the Spirit of St. Louis. In May 1927, Lindbergh was only 25 years old. The flight, before the flight, he wasn't able to get much sleep, as the multitude of pending concerns precluded much rest. He would be 33 and a half hours in the air covering the 3,610 miles from Roosevelt Field on Long Island to Le Bourget Field in Paris. Much of the way he flew within 50 to 100 feet of the ocean surface. He was so concerned about weight that he had trimmed all the excess edges off his nautical charts, which proved to be a good thing since he barely cleared the end of the runway at Roosevelt Field while lifting off. Of course, such a feat catapulted Lindbergh into instant international fame, and he would spend the remainder of his life deeply immersed in aviation, including as the pioneer of many international commercial airline routes while working with Juan Tripp, the founder of Pan American Airlines. And at the moment, a new and exciting evolution in airplane technology is happening with the Swiss-made aircraft Solar Impulse, making its way across the United States from west to east. As, it name as its name implies, Solar Impulse is entirely solar-powered and has been seen by many as one of the greatest advancements in, in aviation since the Wright brothers' first flight 110 years ago.
Captain Chesley Sullenberger of New York, for example, of Ditching Frame, has called the airplane otherworldly. Stay tuned for more news of the Solar Impulse in future editions of A Word in Edgewise. For more on Omain, have a great day.